My name is Sal Styles. In this episode, I meet up with Connor Gilson of CG Consulting and with a follow-up, and we talk about leadership, we talk a little bit about politics, we talk about fear and how we shouldn't let those decisions that we make be based on fears, and we shouldn't let that decide our fates overall. We also meet up with Justin, and we decide some goals that we're going to meet, and we're going to try to have some follow-up meetings going forward, so we're going to hold each other accountable to make these goals in honor of our biggest ultimate goal that we each have. I am The Catalyst, and this is Catalyst Audio. Yeah. Just going to do one of those. Cool. I'm pumped. I'm pumped that we got to meet. Yeah. We're just going to do this on a weekly basis. <laughs> yeah, if our, uh, if our day's off, line up, that'll be cool. My yeah, that's the sad part about working, you know? Yeah. Mm. My, my and with my job, my days often are never really the same. Yeah, you and me both. <sighs> Typically, like my position is Mondays and Tuesdays off, like mm. on a global, like universal scale. But mine's just different for some reason. I just because uh, other people's time offs and everything, it just didn't line up. But I might be getting Mondays and Tuesdays off, and I think that would work out because then, like, I could see Sarah on Mondays. We could spend time together, um, and then Tuesdays I can like really grind. Yeah, you know and take care of whatever like, I need to take care of. The, that way I can have that balance, you know what I mean? But the overall is she's going to be doing some stuff on Monday nights so I can see her during the day. Mm-hmm. So like Monday night, I could still do kickboxing and then grind until she gets out, you know? Yeah. So I, I'm trying to take advantage of every moment that I have that I'm not working and that I'm not with her. To, to study, to learn, to... Like, I finished Rich Dad, Poor Dad, finally. Oh, yeah? Yep. I finally finished it. <laughs> when did you start that back at Calvin Klein? Yeah. Yeah? Yep. But I I read, like, a lot of it, and then I yep. stopped for a while because I was just reading other stuff and yeah. just bouncing around all over the place. Yep. Then I forgot I had it in my phone. And then I was listening to one of your podcasts, uh, and then I you were like, I what I do is yeah. I typically just grab a book and I give it away for free. It's just something I do. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> You guys need more time with the menus, or it's, it's I, I'm gonna look at the menu. A little right. I might switch no. it up. Right. Thank you. Seaweed salad sounds. I don't know if I want ramen tonight. Stir fry. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So they they're gonna keep you in the ground location. So it seems like because uh, there's this thing called the hum, which is pretty cool. It, like plugs into your like carport and then. Uh, it, like, reads all your, like, codes and stuff like that, and it's, like, OnStar, basically. Oh. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I'm good at selling those, so. <laughs> well, you're a good salesperson in general. I try. I try. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've gotten a lot of experience in our time in regarding that. Yeah. I mean, one thing that, like, I think I'm good at is, like, coaching people on sales. Mm-hmm. You know, overall. If you give me, like, the ability to do what I know I can do, yep. like, I will, I will make people better. Yeah. If you don't give me that ability and you try to make me do it someone else's way, yep. like I don't work someone else's way. I work my way yep. and the way that I built based on my trainings that I went to, the books that I read, like the podcasts I listen to, like that's my sales yep. overall. So that's how I've learned. And then I think it's effective because these are not even just like retail sales. This is overall sales. This is real estate sales, like Grant Cardone, Robert Kiyosaki, like those kind of sales people, you know? So I learned from them. I implement those and like 
it clearly works. Yeah. I feel like if you're a manager and you you have other managers underneath you and you're trying to squeeze them into the way you manage, you're actually you're actually losing because you're cutting out the potential of their teaching um, techniques. If one person, if everybody manages the same exact way, then the type of people that don't respond to that way are going to fall through the cracks. Whereas if you have managers managing their own way, and as long as as it's in you know, boundaries, not like crazy, insane stuff, or they're not abusive yeah. or whatever, then you have managers that, people that may have fallen through the cracks with this manager are being picked up by this manager, and you have more of a complete thing. Like if you try to force everybody to teach the same way, right. it's not going to work. There's no versatility with that. Mm -hmm. Like, you need to have people that balance you, you know? So, if you have people that are really good at being organized, and then you have other people that are really good about time management, you know? and the other person's not good at the other, like they will help balance each other out. Yep. But if you try to take someone who is good at say, being organized, time managed, analytical, such like that, like myself, for example, and you try to take that kind of person and then mold them some other way that yep. you've seen fit and you've seen work and with other people, you can't build off that. Yeah. You need to build off people's strengths. If you build off their weaknesses, you're gonna fail. Yep. You know, that, and that's where I felt like in my job where I failed, honestly, and that's just me being humble. Is because I feel like I was trying to be focused on my weaknesses. You know. And then when I was in my position, home theater supervisor, yep. before this position, I was able to take my strengths and work off my strengths, and we saw a lot of successes because of that, yep. and we had a great team. Yep. Mm. I think that's the thing. Like, if you don't focus on your strengths, or, like, I actually had a conversation with somebody at Verizon the other day um, where I said I was terrible at math, and and somebody was like, well, you know, you should probably get better at that. And I was like, heck no, I shouldn't get better at that. What's I'm not I good do? at it. What's that going like, to do? Yeah, it's just going to waste space in my brain from what I am good at. Right. So. We have calculators for that. Yep. <laughs> or, we have, or we have other people that can help us with that. That's why there's accountants. That's why there's, you know, auditors and, you know, things like that in mm -hmm. that position because that's what they're good at. You know, it's funny you say that because you know what I want to do? And I was reading about this on <laughs> Rich Dad, Poor Dad. In the future... Not like tomorrow, but like in like long term future, mm -hmm. I want to hire brokers mm -hmm. because there's so much that I want to do, you know. So like get in the real estate game, work with stocks and all that kind of stuff. And if I have brokers, and I can actually have people do that for me and then say, hey, like I'm really good at you know predicting what stocks are gonna move and yeah. increase and decrease, so you should invest your money here. Yeah. If someone could do that for me. Like mm -hmm. I will do that, so I can focus my time on something else. Yep. So, I think that's a. I think that's a really smart move instead of overwhelming yourself and trying to do everything on your own. Like, yeah. there's people that do that for you, like you just said. Yeah. I mean, um, it's like it's like primary um, target pass and secondary. Primary target pass, because, like, he does talk about that in the book. If you want to make a lot of money with stocks, you kind of need to learn it yourself and stuff like that. But if that's not your primary focus, then have somebody else to do it and it acts as a secondary, like, income stream where you can focus on the ones that you're good at. Right. Um, so, like, find which ones that, you know, you're good at and then focus on those. And then if you want to pick up income streams, yeah, hire people like brokers or mm -hmm. property managers or things like that to, like, kind of manage those things. Yeah, I agree. 100%. I think um, I think I want to do that in the future. So I think uh, I can see myself doing that. So I can focus, like I said, on like other things. Mm. And I forgot what I was going to say. I, had <laughs> I, I literally had something that I was going to like add on to that. And then I just literally, oh, I remember. Um, have you checked out NVIDIA stocks recently? Yep. Like, that thing yep. skyrocketed. Yeah. That almost yep. hit 300. 
It's uh. It's at two fifty now because I just got a notification on my phone. Yeah. It just hit the low. You still, you still in on them? Yeah. I sold one of the shares a long time ago and mm-hmm. made up the money that I put into it. Yep. And yep, exactly. Now right. I have nothing but profit. Yep. And then I just took that money that I put into it. Now I put it into uh, cannabis because okay. I think that's gonna go up. Yep. Yeah. No, I agree. And I just put it in for five dollars a share and. So far this year, the high was at 13. So I, I, I think it's going to spike again. Yeah. So I just I bought it while I was low. So when it spikes again, then I'll, I'll because, do something. Yeah, well, because it's catching up more and more. And now there's like so many different ways of doing it too. Like you have like the traditional like spark and burn like methods. And then you have like, you know, pods and like vaping and like parts, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And as more states legalize it, it's going to just get more yep. and more popular you know so i think i can make a lot because with connecticut it's what medically legal and now they're pushing towards uh recreational medical too i haven't really heard any news about that but i know it's definitely medically legal so and people are taking advantage of that you know and i think they're seeing that and i think we're just gonna have to figure out after the elections are over yeah once that's over whoever gets elected will make that call yep so, but I don't really care about the politics. Yeah. <laughs> like whoever whoever gets voted into office, like for Connecticut, like honestly, it's not going to change my life. Yeah, I'm no. going to continue to live the way I live, yep. and nothing's going to change. Yep. Whoever's in that position isn't going to affect my lifestyle. Yeah. They might tax me. They might tax me less or more. Like yep. it's going to happen regardless. Yep. So I I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> There's people and, that are like, oh, my life is over because this person was elected in office. Like yeah. Donald Trump's the president. They didn't ruin your life. Yeah. He didn't personally ruin your life. Yeah, you, didn't, you didn't die that day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you're alive, you're fine, go. Yeah. And that's the thing, I like, I, like, look through Facebook posts a lot, and I see, like, these conversations and arguments about, you know, stupid things, like, um, like, the whole Trump thing, like, uh, the whole, like, blue lives, black lives matter, stuff like that. Like, there's so mm-hmm. much, like, are there problems that we need to work on? Yes. But if you're spending all day, every day, going on Facebook and battling with some 13-year-old or some, like, <laughs> disgruntled... thinks they know what they're talking yeah, about. Yeah, <laughs> or disgruntled person. A vet or something. Even if you win the fight, even win the argument. And that's the thing. That's what I used to do when I was younger. I'd get on Facebook, and I was very good with words, and I was very good at, like, kind of going with that. And I just realized one day, like, what the heck? This isn't, this isn't making me money. This isn't really making me happy long-term. Like, yeah, sure, I feel good after winning one, but... I go right on to the next. And that's the thing. It's a big addiction for people. Like, they get locked into that instead of moving their life forward or they're just stuck there on Facebook. Yeah. And, I like, who cares? Uh-huh. It's fun to read, and I think those things are important. You know, like, Blue Lives, Black Lives Matter. Yep. Those things are very important, yep. but my opinion of it is going to be my opinion of it. It's not going to change the outcome. Yeah, yep. yep. <laughs> so I will have my opinion, and I'm not going to jump in on a, a debate because, quite frankly, it's not going to get us anywhere yeah. at all. No one's going to win. Yeah. I'm not going to change anyone's mind about it. Yeah. So at the end of the day, I think those are important things that do need to be addressed and fixed, but I'm not the person to address Correct. or fix it. Yep. So once again, talking about how we manage our time, right. are we managing it and things that we can actually have an influence and effect on or if we're not? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm trying to become an influencer on my own in a different way yep. and then if I become an influencer maybe my words will be more influencing yep. but right now I'm just a fly on a totem pole you yeah. know like yeah. that's all I am I'm yep. nothing and it's a low end totem pole <laughs> <laughs> so 
and I'm not I'm not saying I'm trying to be famous or anything like that. I'm just trying to make people's lives better overall. So. Yeah. And I want to do that. That's, that's kind of funny. Like you brought up the part like you're starting on a very small totem pole. Paul, I was listening to I was playing on my computer for the first time in forever. Playing video, I had enough downtime to actually wow. play a video game. It's been like months since I literally I I checked the date of when the last time I turned on the computer. It was back in April. Oh, April was a fun month. <laughs> that was a great time. Yeah. That's when my grind was at an all-time yeah. high, and then bad things happened in my yeah. life, and then I sunk. So now I'm like working on building it back up because things happen. You know, you can't really control it. And once it really just settled in my mind, it's like, hey, like, why am I not as motivated as I was before? Yeah. And it's like it rooted back to those bad times. I'm like, why am I allowing myself to get like? Yeah. Affected by something that I can't control. Nope. I'm in control of my life, my emotions, so I'm gonna see to it that I stay motivated. Yeah, and I'm I'm motivated now. I'm not as motivated as I was back in spring, March, April time. You mm-hmm. know, because I was I was driven. Yeah. <laughs> I was pumping out content like left and right, and I was like trying to utilize that downtime. Now it's just kind of like slowed down. It was at a, a halt time halt for a while, but now it's just like. We're going again. Yeah. All right. But in, in, like, don't you like? Wouldn't you agree? Like, we're we're in control of our own lives, and to let someone affect us that way, mm-hmm. it, honestly, is just kind of ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. And and going back to the whole like totem pole thing, um, the I was listening to while I was playing games. I was listening to Twenty One Pilots. And it's like a whole playlist because they just had their new album come out. 21 Pilots is very, very, very small until Blurry Face came out. Mm-hmm. And there's a album that they did where they performed at the Spotify studio. And um, they're playing music and uh, the lead singer, I think his name's Tyler or whatever, is a little awkward and like, he's kind of like, kind of like oh we're not really that big like, he's verbally saying how he's not big and how it's surprising that he's getting to play there and stuff like that yeah the whole entire time i'm cringing but there's times <laughs> where like he's playing and you can literally hear the audience talking you can hear them talking like they just don't care and wow i literally paused the game i was playing I was just listening to the conversations i actually pulled the audio file on my computer and like literally like worked out the like the music parts and was just listening to the conversation. Like people are having like straight up conversations. Like Extract it. Yeah, they, they didn't care that, you know, they're at a concert. Like, and that's completely opposite of what happened when Blurry Face came out. They were on the radio with multiple songs. Um, Tearing My Heart, uh, uh, Heavy Dirty Soul. Oh, everybody's here. Everybody's oh, everyone's here. here now. Hey, <laughs> okay, guys. Take up, a, take up a seat. Um, oh, Justin and Jamie are here. <laughs> <laughs> well, fancy me and you guys here. <laughs> but, um... Yeah. But, yeah, they, uh... Nobody was paying them any attention, and now they're a very well-known band. And, like I said, on their last album, they had, I think, three songs they went platinum. Mm-hmm. So it just goes to show that no matter how small you are, if you let that devour you, or let your, like, focus on that, it's going to turn you away from the fact that one day you probably... If you keep that forward momentum, mm-hmm. they're gonna be big. 
I mean, it's all about grind, man. It's all about the hustle. I that video from last time. <laughs> Not really caring about, like, other people's opinions of you. And it's, like, just grind it out, you know? Just continuing to push out the songs, the content, the blogs, whatever it is you decide to do with your life. You're, you're, you're so focused on it. You're not letting somebody just affect you. Like Gary Vee would say, like, Sally Pants 44. <laughs> he, hates, he really hates Sally Pants 44. <laughs> you know one thing I was thinking about? What? You know how I like to compare my life to, like, it's a, a TV show? Mm. Or a sitcom or something like that? Yep. So, like, the beginning, like, what got me to where I am now, it's like season one. Yep. Or if it's a book, it's like a prologue of the book. Yep. You know, if it's a comic book, it's the origin story. So, but I like to say it's season one. You know, and as a seat, like every year goes on, you're onto a new season. You're onto a new season. I'm on like season like 31 right now. Yep. Like, well, that is something. <laughs> <laughs> that is math. But yeah, like overall, that's kind of what got me to where I am now. So everything that I'm looking back on is like looking back on a TV show. If it's a book, like I feel like I haven't even hit the climax of my mm -hmm. story yet. Yep. I'm just in the second phase. I passed the prologue. I passed the first act, and I'm I'm now building right now, and I haven't hit the climax. It's one big book. Well, it's a never-ending book, Justin. <laughs> water. So. Have another water when you get a chance. Thank you. So like, the stuff that we talked about last time was like what got us to where we are now. That's our. That's the first step. You yeah. know what I mean? That's uh, that's that's the previous season. That's prologue. Like, mm. thank you. Hmm. Sorry, I need water because this thing is like super hot. Oh, it not looks super, spicy. But, yeah. <laughs> it looks spicy. I'm glad I'm not you right now. <laughs> <laughs> Would you agree with that though? Is it that? Does that make sense? Yeah. No. Like even. That's the interesting thing, like, I feel like people when they, like, are younger, they come out of school or whatever, oh, I'm 22, or I'm 18, or 19. I'm invincible, I know everything about life. Yeah, that, or they're, like, terrified because they don't know what they're going to do with their life. Mm -hmm. But even at this age, like, you're still at a point where so much can happen, like, maybe, and that's the thing, like, there might be times where you think you're doing something, like, really, really good, and maybe that's not the business plan for you that will work, maybe you're... Maybe you sell something else. Like, a lot right. of entrepreneurs, if you look at them, they started with something else. Even, like, Gary Vaynerchuk, he started with wine. Got bored of that. Um, mm -hmm. Now he's doing, you know... Um, Social media agency. Yep. And now he's... Where's Sean Durris? Sean Durris. Sean Durris started off as a jewelry store. Online jewelry store. Mm. Sold that business and now is also doing, like, Snapchat. Yep. Like, influencers. I don't even know exactly what they do, but they sold it. And now they can do... They started off as a snowboard. The guy, he's, he did it. Yeah. yeah. I think his name is Sean. Um, Sean Durs. <laughs> from Honders. Start off yeah. with skateboard, snowboard company. He's actually mm. in the book, Crushing It. Okay. So. Mm -hmm. mm. Well, it's good to have many ways of getting a source of income. Mm -hmm. like, there's always plenty of ways to do it. Yeah. Well, even Vaynerchuk was talking about how uh, he's thinking about, like, leaving. Selling it? Yeah. And going and doing something else. Mm-hmm. 
and starting over. Yep. So you get bored of it eventually at one point. This point, he's huge. Well, that shows that you can be multi-dimensional. Yep. And that's kind of like what I am because I'm into all these things. Uh, I'm into music. I'm into acting. I'm into um, art. I'm into gaming. I'm into Ninja Warrior. I'm into kickboxing. Like, I'm into writing, like creative writing. I have. I just want to create media and then like make other people better. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I can do it. But you know, I need to sometimes get realigned with myself and do one thing at a time. Yeah. But I personally think that like in the long term future, like, I can accomplish all these things. That's what that someone told you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're talking about Sarah. Yeah, yeah. she did that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Shout out to Sarah. Well. <laughs> She helped, like, realign me because my head's in the clouds and I'm, like, all over the place, but I need to focus, focus on, on one thing at a time. Yep. You know what I mean? <laughs> You'll overdo yourself if you... Yeah, it's the only way you get good at something is by focusing on one thing. That's why I hate college or schooling or stuff Ooh. like that. There's many classes. Because you're splitting off into mm-hmm. something. You're never honing in on what you're good at. You're... I've never met a college student or somebody that just graduated from school that's like, I'm really good in this and can actually prove it. College is Unless a scam. Gift. College is a scam. It's a business. It is a Bingo, business. Bingo, yeah. That's it. It's a business. Mm-hmm. College it's is a business. It's a, yeah. They're trying to make money. Mm-hmm. They make you pay. Some some colleges make you pay an extra like fee or whatever it is so you can be eligible for your loans. But in reality, like those loans are enough to like pay off where they don't make any money. So they're trying to like play it off mm-hmm. like it's... You need this extra cash here so your loans will be able to be fully paid off or something like that. But really, they're just kind of pocketing it. It's kind of weird. Yep. I, know, I found out about that. Once I realized that I can do what I need to do, like, I'm just like, without college. Like, why do I need to know English when I'm trying to animate? Yeah. Oh, I need to know linear algebra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> one of my favorite lines is like, if I'm, if I'm trying to be... If I'm trying to be um, anything, anything except for like an ast- astronomer, whatever, in NASA, whatever, why do I need to know how many rings are in Saturn? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> astronomer. <laughs> like, why would I need to know that? Yep. Now, science is cool; it's important, but why? Why would I need to know how many rings are on Saturn? Why would I need to know what's the biggest planet? Yep. No, I kind of want to know, honestly. <laughs> I don't know, and I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> now that question's stuck in my head. <laughs> no, no, you can look it up if you want, so but that's the joy. Yeah. So I'll take another one too. I'll be done by mine by the yeah, time you're done. So, but, but literally, like. That's why we have Google. Yeah, no, but like they make you memorize like the order of the president. The, who are the top ten presidents? The first ten presidents. Don't care. <laughs> George, George Washington. Washington. Uh, Thomas Jefferson, or we know. Was Wasn't he like the fourth or fifth? He was like the third. Oh, third, yeah. third. See, there you go. Perfect. John Adams. John Adams. Quincy Adams. John Quincy Adams. Like, like. Story, regardless, like, they are who they are, and it's not affecting my life whether I know it or not. You know, it's important that they are. You know, they affected our lives, oh. like because it brought us to us where we are to this day. But I don't need to know the order of them. I just, I, if I wanted to know, I yep. just look it up. But it's interesting because the ones that you can remember right off the top of your head actually stood for something and actually meant something. They actually changed something. Like if I ask, like, what are the presidents you remember? Uh, remember Abraham Stuart Lincoln. Washington, there Abraham we go. Lincoln. Yep. Like JFK even. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Richard <Theodore> Nixon. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> uh, best president ever. <laughs> 
Who's the one that died in a tub? <laughs> um, Elvis Presley. Howard Taft. Oh, yeah, yeah. See, I didn't fat. even know that. Yeah. But I don't care. That's because I, I enjoy history, so. It's not something I want to like, See, that's the interesting thing. Because I enjoy we, history, too, but I don't remember. <laughs> and that's the thing, like, I like certain parts of history. Like, I could literally probably tell you every single, like, tank in World War II, every single type of plane. Uh, like what the guns were, what the main ones, things like that. Like there's certain things that I like about history. I was fascinated with the Titanic for the longest time, mm-hmm. but majority of history I don't care about. But the people that do care about history are there to keep us from repeating it, which is a hard task because that is human nature is to constantly repeat history. Because history we repeats don't look itself. At it. Yeah. History repeats itself. Exactly. Like I'm just, but you're not trying to be a history teacher. No, no. Like you enjoy it, but you're not trying to. Intentionally memorize yeah, every no. single thing exactly. like it's your life. Yep. You just happen to know it because you enjoy it. It's just a thing. It's a hobby. It's not like a profession. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's on the same way. Mm-hmm. But if I'm trying to be, if I'm if I'm trying to be a ninja warrior, like I want to be, I don't need to know who the twenty second president is. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like now with like how we have VR and like simulators and things like that, because I used to always say the things you need in college were like if you're a doctor or in the medical field, if you're a teacher or a lawyer, then it makes Thank sense. You. Thank you. Um, but I think we're getting to a point where even that might be not even needed. Like imagine if you could do, you know, without you having to go to school and spend all that money. What if you just were an intern and you studied that for three or four years, like doing VR-assisted trainings, going into an operating room and watching people, then having somebody like over your shoulder helping you and things like that, and like non-dangerous like things, and then doing VR for yeah. dangerous proceedings. I think people would be better. You could be in, in the, those times. You could be in World War I with VR. Yep. And see how it's like. Yep. But like, what's the point of memorizing these things? We're just teaching people to memorize it. Yeah. Whatever. I don't teach them to, like, research it. Nope. You can look it up. You know what I mean? So, I don't understand the purpose of it. I think school is just too old school, and I learned a lot reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad about how we're in the information age, not the industrial age, and, like, they need to change school systems and actually teach us how to be more financially intelligent. Yep. Instead of memorizing how many rings are in Saturn. <laughs> yeah, yep. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, that's, that's just my, my theory. And that's why we're doing what we're doing. Yeah. Did you finish reading Crush It yet? No. You need that book back. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Time to photocopy yeah, it. it. <laughs> get the photo, photocopier out. I always go to, like, BAM and get it out. There's one at BAM. <laughs> There's one. There's still one there. <laughs> but I'm reading Jab, 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 Right Hook right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to learn how to build content for yep. Instagram. So I'm getting to the part where now it's like, we're on Facebook now. So to see how I build content off that. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure that out. Did you uh, um, upload that video from last time? Yeah, on anything? No, like, that's what I was doing when you came uh, here. Oh God, I yeah. was working on trying to get it onto my phone so I could edit it and stuff like that. So I'm not trying to upload the entire Thank video because I think that's just kind of ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I want to take parts of it, like the good parts, and make 60-second clips and put those on Instagram. Mm-hmm. That way you have more product. I have more I have more content. Yep. I have more content. I can I can add value to it that way. Like when I watch uh, 
gaming uh, YouTubers, like Game Grumps. They uh, they do like a, like a whole bunch of content, but they don't put it like in, in one whole video. You know, like mm-hmm. they just cut it up and then it's like, all right, end of this episode. But yeah, and then they go into no the- one's gonna want to watch you play a video game for well, maybe like one or two people, like for like two hours straight on your one vlog or what. Maybe maybe on a Twitch stream like yeah, live yeah, they'll Twitch, do it. Yeah. Like <laughs> on Twitch they will. I'm I'm still blown yeah, away that by that. But Twitch, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm talking about like overall if you're vlogging, like no one's gonna watch watch the whole no, entire no. thing. No. So, but it's even more valuable if you take something from Twitch, your live stream, and you cut it up and you take your highlights from that mm-hmm. one clip and then you yep. put those on Instagram yep. for sixty second clips. Yep. So now your Twitch game is going to be good because now you have all those people who are like hey i'm going to watch you play the entire time because the audience expects that but when you're on instagram your audience doesn't expect that they just want to scroll through watch a six second clip go to the next one yeah you know so it makes more sense to do it that way on instagram i did that once on youtube like when i twitch streamed a vr chat when that was a huge thing in january (laughs) but you know the way that's exactly what it was. Dude, no, no, way, brother. <laughs> you still do that. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I still do it. It cracks out. It was literally that video, and I cut it up. Like, it was only one episode, but I didn't do the whole entire stream because that was like three hours or one hour or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just put it up, and it was like 10 minutes long of You Know the Way. <laughs> do you know the way? I never it understood. Time. It was a good meme. That was a good month. <laughs> it winded down. It died, too, it died too early. Too early. It did. I thought you said it died two years early. <laughs> it hasn't even been out for two years. Yeah, no. So what you're saying, it should have been out longer. Oh yeah. <laughs> that that over the walkie at Best Buy was uh, was the jam. I don't think it wasn't there. Yeah. Yeah, you were gone. At the, I just left. You, you just left. I just left. Who was it that hated it? Phil. Phil hated it. Phil hated it. Actually. Yeah. Because you you guys kept tagging him on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> and like at, at a store, James would like provo- provoke me and be like over the walkie, like Connor, do you know the way? And I just like start going like off on the walkie, <laughs> and I feel like a couple minutes later, I'd be like, James, stop provoking Connor. <laughs> that was that was a good one. Uh, Miss working there, guys. <laughs> eh, I do too. I do too. Yeah, I mean it was, it was fun. I still work. <laughs> If I'm going to come back to that store, it's one of two things. Either I'm going to be the sales manager, operations manager, or just a full-time employee. It's one or the other. Depends on where my path leads me. Home theater needs some help. We'll say that. I think you're still <laughs> still figuring out who to They're like shattered the shards. Yeah. You know, like, you're not going to be a supervisor. Well, the spot's support. not open, so. Oh, they close it? I think they're doing the interviews and stuff like that. So, thank do, you. We, do we know who got it yet? No. no I don't. Um, can you put that in a box? Yeah, thank you. Because I know Doug was like on vacation or something. So. Is that why? Yeah, that's uh, why he was taking so long. Okay. I went there and visited. That was, that was fun. <laughs> you yeah, you texted me. <laughs> who did? Connor texted me that oh, he went Connor. to visit. Yeah. How was it? Uh, interesting, to say the least. <laughs> it didn't last long. No, nope, it didn't. <laughs> I, just, I thought it was going to last a lot shorter because Doug was walking out as I was going in, but he was like, oh, no, it's fine. Uh, Doug was. Mm-hmm. Doug's a good guy. Yeah. I'm sure Doug understands it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Doug is probably one of my favorite managers I've ever met. Yeah, you shouted him out on one of your podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did I? You did. When? You sh- well, you shouted out three or four different managers around, like, episode 20, around that okay, area. Yep. And then... You, you shout out one guy. I think his name is Ryan. 
Yep, okay, yeah. That and then was you my explained to him. I was a kid, yeah. And then you shouted me out. And yep. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. <laughs> I was like, is he going to shout me out? Yeah. Like, I'm sitting there like a little kid, just like <laughs> waiting to get like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why am I <laughs> Waiting for the new episode of Power Rangers to come on. Like, I'm just excited. I'm just like, I can't wait, I can't wait. To tell me, tell me, tell me what's going to happen next. And then you're like, and then Sal. I was like, yes. <laughs> I was so pumped. And then you shouted out Doug. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Much appreciated. I still call it Doug Bobby. <laughs> yeah, because of that joke. Me and him are peers now, but I still call him that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I call Cindy Mom. Well, some people would actually think that. I'm sure. Cindy, as in like computer Cindy? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because mm-hmm. her uh, son's actually named Justin. Oh, okay. So, oh, yeah. I didn't know that. That's <laughs> yeah, funny. That's, that was why. That's funny. He's like, oh, hey, son, how's it going? I'm like, oh, hey, mom, when are you coming home? <laughs> <laughs> when are you coming home? <laughs> 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 oh, that's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want dessert. Uh, that might be the that might be the crack and rum talking though. <laughs> I didn't know they had uh, dessert. I don't usually like dessert, but we can go to the across the street at the this, bridge. This is not. This is not. <laughs> Get ice cream. I don't know why you looked at this because I didn't even. This isn't dessert. <laughs> I saw like dessert on there, so that's, yeah. why, that's why I didn't question. Like what? Well, I saw pumpkin. Uh uh-uh. pumpkin. You got that? Tea. You got pumpkin fever? Like everybody else? Dude, I love pumpkin. Pumpkin's good. It's a very white girl. No, thing. I'm not kidding. Like I am a <laughs> basic spice. white girl. Like, the only thing that's missing right now is leggings, Uggs, <laughs> to <laughs> North all the Face white girls that are <laughs> They all know it's true. <laughs> I don't want to see Sal in leggings. No, I don't. <laughs> let's, let's never make that a thing. Well, I'm not going to purposely buy those leggings that you can match with the superhero outfits. So, like, I bought, like, a compression shirt of yep, the Flash, yep, 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 yep. and then I can buy the leggings that match with it. I'm going to purposely buy that. And go over and go, yeah, I'm going to walk over. I'm going to run over. <laughs> walk all the way all to Flash house. pun intended. <laughs> You're going to knock on the door, I'm going to open it, and I'm going to close it. And then we go, <laughs> and lock it. zoom, 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 <laughs> and just run away. <laughs> and then, the image will stay. The image will stay. The image will stay, but... The impact was made. Yeah. <laughs> five seconds was made. <laughs> That'd be fun, though. I'd be very confused. <laughs> but now I would know, because I'd be like, oh, yeah, he said he's going to I got a couple new compression shirts, actually. I got Captain America, I got Deadpool, and I got another Spider-Man oh, yeah, one. Yeah, I remember you were doing the Deadpool one. Yeah, I remember... Oh, yeah, I didn't tell you about the outcome of that, did I? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> so it was one of those um, Facebook ads where mm-hmm. I was like... 80% off of this Deadpool costume. Yep. And it was like the legit Deadpool costume yeah. video and everything. And, and I was like, you know what? I was like, I don't think this Halloween's is a legit thing. Up, you gotta get it. I don't think this wow. is a legit thing. Yeah. I think this is totally fake. Yeah. But I want to actually buy it just to see what happens. Yeah. So I bought it. And about a month later, because it came from like China or something like that, I just got, instead of the entire Deadpool like outfit, like boots to gloves yep. to like everything, like to sword and all that, yep. I got a compression short sleeve t-shirt. And a very basic Deadpool mask. <laughs> <laughs> they tricked you. So. I only spent thirty bucks. You know what? That's how much I spent on those compression shirts. So honestly, go. goodbye. Because <laughs> now I have a Deadpool compression shirt I can wear. It's when I go to Ninja Warrior. <laughs> there you go. So it worked out. It worked out. But that would be such a scam. <laughs> I mean, it's a total scam. Yeah. But I mean, like, it, it worked, worked out, out for, for me because mm-hmm. I still got something valuable out of it. So I'm not mad. <laughs> 
You know, that's I'm not disappointed because I had no expectations. Yeah, yeah. you already knew that. Was I knew it wasn't gonna come like a full costume like that. If I really wanted to do that, I can go on Instagram and look up like RPC Studios, for example, and then have them special make one for me mm-hmm. because they do that. Yeah. And I follow them on purpose in case I want to cosplay one day. Yeah. Also part of my agenda. <laughs> so, right. But that's something that I thought it would be uh, funny to see what the outcome would be. I how see much, a lot of those. How much isn't like? A full costume like that. Oh like, god, hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Yeah, because it's it's made of like legit stuff. Especially if you are a cosplayer. So I've like never celebrated holiday. I uh, like uh, Halloween. So if out. I were to do it, I would have to. I'd have to go full tail. You can't now. <laughs> yep, yep. I'm literally like yes. contemplating on getting the um, Lord Draken from the Power Rangers. The best part. The green the and white ranger yeah, put yep. together. Like I'm considering Arnie's doing that. The best one. Green well, they made like they made a um. They made a Red Ranger one too, where like they combine the Red Ranger with something else. Oh, and the Gold Ranger. I could see you being the Red Ranger if anything. <laughs> well, oh, I should do Negan. I'm a leader, so I'm the White Ranger. So you're the White Ranger. Yes. So you're racist. I'm a leader. <laughs> That's what I should do is Negan from Walking Dead. <laughs> you could do that. I'm still trying to figure out why I want to do We're gonna go back and listen to this podcast and be like, "What the heck were we talking about? <laughs> where did we go? <laughs> Clearly, this was close to Halloween. That's like, a tangent, uh, man. <laughs> and on top of that, we never did that. Yeah. <laughs> we oh, never man. got those costumes. Remember Justin? <laughs> oh, he got hit by a bus on Halloween. Remember <laughs> Justin? <laughs> <laughs> you knew where I was going. <laughs> <laughs> he went to go buy a costume and then died. <laughs> <laughs> he got beat up by some people. Yeah, he said some shit. Oh my god. I saw. Explicit. Oh, there's the first. There's the first <laughs> profanity. Right Leave it to Justin. Leave it to me. No, I saw a Snapchat the other day from James Stack. It was a video. It was a video, and he's like, "Oh, you know, I'm just, I'm just picking up this thing right here, and I'm just gonna put it away." And then he, he like, he moves the camera down, and Justin's just laying on the ground. In the oh, you saw that? And then he's dead. <laughs> and then he starts kicking him. And so I texted James like back, and I was like, is that a dead him? body? <laughs> and he's like, kicking him. And I'm like, you know what? I'm an hour away, and there's nothing I can do about this. <laughs> My brother is getting attacked. It's funny because well, well Nick and Anton, they like walked over, and they're like, what's that noise? And then now here's Nick. She's like, oh, that's just Justin getting beat up. And Anton's like, oh, uh, okay. Another day. <laughs> Anton, watching. I forgot about him. Another I love day. Anton. Another day. Uh, I, like Anton. I always like messing with him. <laughs> oh, boy. So, mm. Cool. Yeah. But that's that's part of my goals. I have so many goals, but like and I like the idea of having a goal that's so like out of reach that's gonna make you like always try to get that goal. Yeah, yeah. Because I think I feel like if you get a goal and you achieve that goal, it's like, okay, what do I do with my life? Yeah. I it's think like the goal, goal needs to be something that you're always going after. Yep. So I think your goal is like really good, like because you wanna make a media company where you help a bunch of people. So there's like, it's kind of endless going on somewhat because there's so many people that could like me. Well, here's, here's my ultimate goal that I decided. I really sat down and I was like prioritizing all my goals and I was like, what do I really find the most joy out of all these things? Yep. And I was like, I still want to do all these things, but like, I really want to climb Mount Midoriyama. What is that? Stage four of Ninja Warrior. Oh, uh, okay. You know, like when I was doing Ninja Warrior with Mike, yep. I was having such a, a great time yeah. when we went to um, New Era Ninja Gym like I loved it there I loved it there mm-hmm. problem is like I, I have very physical 
you know, <laughs> burdens that hold me back, but like, I don't want that to hold me back. Like, mm-hmm. I want to continue to pursue that so I can overcome my injuries and stuff like that. Health and insurance then, is a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, Shout out to health insurance. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I have a lot of things that do, like, prevent me from being able to, like, climb, like, my elbow problems, my thumb problems. Like, the one time I jump off the trampoline and try to grab the bar and lache myself off the bar to grab the UFO thing. And then when I went to go grab the UFO, my thumb like jammed into it yeah. and I have tendon issues in my thumb. Yep. So when I grabbed it, I grabbed it wrong and I jammed that thumb and immediately I, le- I lost my grip and then that UFO thing goes left and right, up and down because it's only attached yeah. by like yeah. one little rod in the middle and yep. it's a circle. Yep. So the moment I grab and, um, by one hand, it goes like this yep. and then like I let go with this hand, guess what, I fall. Yeah. Yep. But I want to overcome these things and then let people know, like, I can overcome physical injuries and achieve, you know, these. And it doesn't matter how old you are. You can make it happen. I'm 31 years old. I'm still young. Yeah. A lot of people start off in their younger 20s and everything. Yep. I can still do this. Yeah. So if I, like, really focus myself getting there, that's yep. my goal. In the meantime, I will help people with that, like, a media company on achieving these goals. I will document my journey, create content of yep. me building myself up through my Ninja Warrior training, through my consultation, like, conversations like we're having right now. Yeah. So, and then continue to post those to create content to, like, have people, like, see that yeah. to encourage them to go after what they love, too. And on top of that, I love art, and I really want to get involved in art, but I just don't have the time right now. So, fortunately, I can help Justin with his art game because mm-hmm. I have a lot of sense around, like, the marketing aspect of it. Mm-hmm. I just don't have the time to create the art content. Yep. So, like I can educate Justin on how to do that because he does have the time to create the art content. Mm-hmm. So, and I think that's really helping you out. So, and on top of that, I want to like just continue to stay fit and then like physically well. And then that's with kickboxing and Krav Maga. Like that helps me do that. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and you're then, like working out. Yeah, I'm doing that tonight. So, all these things kind of correlate together. You know. Yeah, I think that's a really good goal for you to have. It'll inspire a lot of people. I want to inspire people, and I want to do that. But I think, like, I have to start off small and do one thing at a time to reach that ultimate goal of getting to Namadoriana. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. So my first step is I need to pay off debt. So I'm going to do that. And I want to open up a Ninja Warrior gym. Like, I want to open a Ninja yeah. Warrior gym. Because all the ones that are nearby are over an hour away. So why not make one like Crawford? Why not put one in southeastern Connecticut where people will actually come to it because there's a lot of people in this area that want to do that, but they don't want to go an hour plus away just to go to a Ninja Warrior gym for an hour. They didn't want to do that because there's a lot of lazy people. You know, I want to be able to make one. Barrier of entry. Right. So barrier of entry, if it's, I have to drive an hour and 30 minutes or hour and a half or hour and 10 minutes or whatever, then when that motivation factor wears off, they're not going to want to do it. So if it was closer, then it helps with that barrier of entry. Yeah, so I think that's a great, great on good right idea. now. I'm learning how to run a business through sales manager at my job, how to, how to run a business, how to like, learn about a profit and loss report, learn about expenses and paid and like, um, all that kind of stuff, like in short. So how to operate a business. I'm learning all that stuff with my job right now. The next step also is learning 
the techniques that I can through podcasts with Robert Kiyosaki's books, mm-hmm. with Grant Cardone's books, with Gary Vee's podcast, yep. his books, all that. I'm learning how to do all these things so I can one day say, hey, now's the time. The uh, new era gym that uh, Drew Dreschel's one owns that, right? He isn't, I don't think he owns that gym. I think he goes there. He owns a gym in uh, East Windsor, I believe it's called. Yeah. I think that's where it is. Um, and it's the real life ninja gym. Mm-hmm. I want to go there. So, like, I was going to say, you could, he's also another person, like, that you could use to, uh, not use, that's kind of a bad yeah. word, but, like, <laughs> he liked some of my comments the other day. <laughs> oh, oh, and Brent Stephenson followed me on Instagram. Oh, really? I was so pumped. I go. woke up and I was like, yes! <laughs> well, like, Oh, man. Could help and, you out and Tiana like, Weberly also liked some of my stuff on Instagram too. I was super pumped. <laughs> you were the next Ninja Warrior. The Ninja community is so awesome and I want to be a part of that. So right now what's holding me back is my 9 to 5. Which is more like a 1 to 10. You know what without the commute. Yeah, 1 which to is more like worse than 9 to 5. Yeah. With the commute. Because 5 you get out. You have an what an hour? Yeah. How long did you drive? It's an hour. Absolutely. So you have an so hour drive. So if you were it's nine to noon five, to eleven. So you'd get out at six. So what you're doing is actually worse because you're taking out the whole like yeah. mid chunk of your day. Noon to out. eleven. That's why I don't necessarily yeah. mind. Noon to eleven. My schedule with the commute. Well, yeah. Noon to eleven. To two. But like the sucky part is I have to wake up in the morning. Well, that's but not bad. You, you have the rest, the rest of the day. Of the day. Yeah, you do. You have the rest of the day. I have like a few hours in the morning. Mm-hmm. A few hours in the morning. There's no time at all. And then you just have your days off. So I try to take advantage of any time that I have, like right now, for example, during downtime, which is why I'm glad that you agreed to like yeah. meet up again yeah. because <laughs> this, I think, is very valuable to yeah. me and I really appreciate it. Yeah, no so because I, I realize to myself, like I understand, especially like the value of knowing being the acting store manager for yep. that month, I understand that I need to be accountable for somebody I can do these things on my own I can be like a CEO of a company that I can operate my own way and like I can do all that stuff but there's someone I always need to be accountable to so I'm trying to figure out who I can be accountable to and because you have the same understanding as I do I feel like you can push me to going after my goals Sarah's gonna support me and after going after my goals also so and um and Justin as my brother like I feel like you could help me like at the same time mm-hmm. in return I'm going to do the same for you guys you know so I think we should all come up with like short term goals that we can go after that is directly impacting our long term goal mm. you know what I mean yeah my long term goal is getting the stage 4 Mount Midoriyama yeah yep yours is maybe something to do with your business yeah building my business to the point that surpasses what it used to be so i don't have to do a nine to five job i can enjoy the smooth commute from my bed to my computer chair which is about four <laughs> feet away so you need gas you wear and tear in your car yeah, no you need pants <laughs> sally pants 44 he's already dressed up he wakes up in a suit and Justin, I know Justin's long-term goal because we talked about this the other day. Yeah. He wants to create his own Comic-Con. Wow. That's a big one. That is, yeah. That's a huge goal, and I think it's very possible for him because there's a big following around that around here, and I have a friend who does her own thing around yep. Minnesota, yep. and she has like 2D Con, I think that's what it's called. So, and it's a non-profit, but it's huge. 
Yeah. It's huge. And she started from the ground up. And it's awesome that she was able to do that. That is awesome. So that inspired me to think that it's, it's not impossible to do that. We have those in New York. We have those in Boston. Guess we what? Like we, we have, have Foxwoods and Mohegan, too. We have yeah. the casinos. Yeah. We have Comic-Cons and Foxwoods and Mohegan Sun. Like, Justin can start off small and build and build and build and build, and one day he could have something on his own, you know? Yep. And then, how old are you? 22. You're so lucky. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly. You have so much time. If you worked on that, like, that goal every day, like, let's say... I don't know, five, six years from now, you get, like, if you work every day towards that and you don't lose focus, and I don't know, um, in one of my podcasts, I talked about how motivation is kind of a weak thing. It lasts for a short amount of time. Yep. The people that are successful is when motivation kind of subsides, you go after it more, you kind of hit that routine spot. Once you hit, like, the three-week spot, if you keep going and going and going and don't let something deter you, in five, six years, dude, it can happen. Oh, the oh, gym. You are talking about the gym. Yeah. You are talking about routine at the gym. Yep. <laughs> Which I don't currently go to anymore because <laughs> I prioritized uh, working in business. But well, you know. And my pickup game. That's my new... Your pickup game. My new... Uh, I feel like you could, like, I feel like you could have your own like dating app or like your own like blog or something like that around that kind of stuff. Well, that's the interesting thing because like I was really good with the apps. Like I matched with over thirty-two thousand people on Tinder and wow. other apps across the United States in the past two years. But yeah, this... I matched with like five, <laughs> four of them were bots. But that's the funny. <laughs> but that's the funny thing. Like me going out and doing like pickup like on the street is so. I used to be good at it, but I am so, and I'm never terrified of anything. Because I'm the type of person that like can handle rejection, can handle all this. And I've been trying for the past month and a half to figure out why I'm so scared of when I see somebody. And I've gotten better because I keep forcing myself to do it. I've literally spent almost. Um, maybe two or three hours every Friday, Saturday, Sunday pushing myself out of my comfort zone to do it. And I, I haven't seen any really, really good results like I did with Tinder, yeah. but that's because a lot of them I've been like yeah. super out of it. Can you or... take him with you? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get him out of his comfort zone too. <laughs> that's the fun part because at first I was kind of like and it was like when I first started my business. I was out of my comfort zone. I didn't like it. But as I keep doing it, like I remember I walked up to a girl with my friend Mark who we met at UConn during a social experiment when we were smoking cigars because I like psychology and social experiments. And he was like, oh, those girls are, you know, are looking for guys. I'm like, well, let's find out. And I just walked up to him and he was like way off put by it because I just like snapped and went and did it. And, like, one of the girls that we were talking, I was talking to, like, we were getting along really well, but the leader decided that they were going to leave. And for maybe three days, I was scared of what happened right then and there, and it happened, and I was like, this isn't that bad, who cares, and we went and moved on. It's not like they're going to affect your life. Yeah, and that's one of my favorite sayings, and I got that saying when, um, after, right after my, me and my wife broke up. Um, was that everything that you're looking for is on the other side of fear. That's true. Yeah. I've like seen, seen that before. And I, was I, think like, you, I think you might have posted it somewhere. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> she gave me a pen with that. She's like, usually I don't give this pen out to people that are first coming, but I think you need it right now. You know, and uh-huh. I was like, wow. You want to know one of my favorite lines? Fate loves the fearless. Yep. Got that from a fortune cookie. Yep. True story. Yeah, no. But that that's true. so true. Because if you... Same if, principle. If you want something and you're not constantly 
diving deep into it and making it your life, you're only getting one or two chances. And if you bat out or if you, for instance, maybe one struck, strike it lucky, you're not getting enough opportunities to really prove it to yourself that it's working. Right. And same thing with a pickup. It's the same thing with your business. If you get up and you... And I'm not saying you have to do cold calls or door-to-door or whatever, but if you're not posting content, if you're not showing people what you're about, if you're not... I had one... Building um, your brand. Yeah, exactly. And that is a hard thing. Like, I was talking to um, a pro bono I have, who's actually a really close friend, and he has seen over and over again that what I say has made him money. He's still... When I told him about a method that he should use, he said, I just don't like putting myself out there. I don't like being the one that, like, everybody sees in case I fail or mess up. And that's the thing. If you don't do that, then you're never going to get to the point that you need to be to build a business that people notice. If Gary Vaynerchuk just sold wine inside his store and didn't have to go through the whole process of like torturing himself of having video views of 10 or 5 or 6 or 7 every single day, he would have never gotten to the point where he made videos that had thousands and thousands of views and then millions of views and things like that with his wine business and now with Gary, like VaynerMedia and now with his new thing, Trash Talk and like all that stuff like that. Like, I just saw episode one. <laughs> if, you don't, if you don't push yourself out there, then you're never going to get the exposure. You're never going to build your brand. You're never going to show people what you are. One of my favorite like YouTube videos right now is Street Attraction because they go out there and they don't just show you the ones that they went at. They show the ones that were gross to shut them down. Mm-hmm. And I love that business model of showing where you started where you are and the rejection along the way because that's what makes us human no one in business or pickup or anything relationships friendships anything like that are going to get a yes every single time and i feel like a lot of people a lot of people paint that on instagram or youtube like oh you have to get yes every time oh i'm unrejectable no you are not no matter how good you are you are going to get rejected throughout life it's how you handle those rejections and how you plow forward no one's perfect it's not like you know what's my one of my favorite things is when people say failure is not an option, like my biggest thing is like I disagree. I couldn't disagree more. Yep. Failure is an option because you got to look at it at a way where it's just a stepping stone. Yep. You're only halfway done when you fail. So it's not me. about like, hey, I failed at this. It's not about that. It's, hey, I just figured out a way that this does not work. Yep. Now I know how this does not work. Instead of saying I failed at this. No, 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 no. no. You learn how it doesn't work. <laughs> yep. What's the next step? Yep. Keep going, you know. Now try a different route. It's like the whole Conor McGregor thing. He got beat by Mayweather. He got beat by uh, this Khabib. Khabib. Yeah, Khabib. Yeah. That was that was interesting. Yeah, it was, <laughs> and that was a wild thing. And like people that were super on his side are now like, oh no, you know, he's gotten beaten like a few times now. Like the reality that he keeps showing up. And yeah, if you think you're gonna go through life, and that was one of the hardest things for the young me to understand. If, you think you're going to go through life undefeated, you have another thing coming, buddy. You, you need really humility. Do. Yeah. You need humility yeah. is what it is. Yep. Because when that actually comes knocking at your door, mm-hmm. what are you going to do? Yep. You're going to give up. Yep. I lost. Yep. I quit. The whole thing I based my whole persona, my personality, and everything I've done up until this point is I'm undefeatable. Now I've been defeated. What do I do? And you just, you're going to come back stronger. If, yeah, if you push through that, yeah. Yeah. But a lot of people, a lot of people don't push through that. Well, look at it like how I was back in 2014 when I was just a supervisor and I got fired from my job and I had nothing for seven months. Like the entire NFL season, I just sat around doing nothing but babysitting my ex-girlfriends 
kids, mm-hmm. not making money, going to school, paying for that, paying for my bills and everything with no income. I wasted through my 401k, my IRA, my Roth IRA, all of my like, like uh, what do you call it? American Amicable, like insurance, like yep. policy loans, whatever. I had to like withdraw money from many sources to survive for from July all the way through January with no income. And I did it, but you know what? I learned a hard lesson out of that, that I needed that because I was that guy who was like, I'm undefeatable yep. and I'm the best. Yep. I mean, I was still, like, very humble in the fact that, like, I didn't get a supervisor job seven or eight times until I finally did. And I was like, now I'm going to show you why I'm the best supervisor you'll ever hire. And I was a good one, you know? I was incredible, like, as a gaming soup. And then when I became Inventory Soup, we were a top 100 store consistently, you know? And then I got fired, and I was like, oh, my God, what do I do? So then I was like, you know what? I'm going to rise like a phoenix, and I'm going to come back stronger. I mean, I did. So I'm making more money now than I ever have, and I'm almost done paying off all those mistakes and everything that yep. I've made. And guess what? I'm going to be even better than I was before, and it's because of lessons learned from back in the day. Yeah. I needed that. I needed to get kicked back on, like kicked in the face, right into the curb. Yep. I needed that. I needed something to curb stomp me. Yeah. <laughs> but you needed a Seth Rollins. <laughs> That's like the same reason I keep my Volvo. Like when I first decided, when we got in the new car, uh, me and my ex did. When we got a new car, I decided to keep it because I wanted every. Um, every year at the time where we were homeless to spend one night in the parking lot that we used to live in, in the car. She left obviously, and I still have the car, and it has a whole different meaning now because it has a different, as a meaning of, and through the whole breakup, it had the meaning of no matter what hits me in the face, I get back up. And I don't think I'll ever sell that car, even though it just hasn't moved in now a year. <laughs> but um, I was thinking about restoring it. But um, because <laughs> it has so much meaning to me of what I did and a big part of my life, I'll never, I'll never get rid of it. I'll probably tell that thing to my next place and <laughs> take it from there. So Justin's the anomaly here, though. He's 22. Mm. He's never been punched in the face. Well, uh, <laughs> 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 well, he's never had that downfall yeah. where he's got he lost his job or he was poor and like struggling. Yep. Like, well, he, what? How old were you when you, yours came? Twenty-seven. Mine was twenty-three, mm. or twenty-two and a half to be exact. Yeah. So maybe yours is next year. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so like, looks like I'm and like, I, I honestly feel like some kind of way, and like Sarah did a good job on like making me stay like realistic here. Mm. Because a lot of my mistakes and my faults that I've done, I kind of, like, push down, like, not to do this to yep. Justin. Like, I'm like, don't do this. Do it this way. And he's done a really good job on yep. following those, like, those things that yep. I recommended to him. And he's, he's seeing a lot of successes here. And then she told me, like, hey, he's, he needs to make his mistakes, too. And I'm like, yeah, that's very true. He's going to make his own mistakes. Mm-hmm. He's going to. You're going to make your own mistakes. It's going to happen. And it's going to be things that are going to be different than whatever I've come across mm-hmm. it's gonna happen but you know what it's part of life i think that if i have the knowledge and the wisdom of knowing that i've made mistakes and i can try to help you not make the same mistakes i'm gonna help you yeah i'm not gonna be doing the same mistakes that you're doing i'm gonna have my own mistakes and you're gonna I learn am. from that mm-hmm. and i'm gonna learn from that because i'm gonna help you overcome those mistakes mm-hmm. so i don't make those mistakes in return yeah, I always see mistakes as, like, we already spoke about the, like, lessons learned. How, uh... Absolutely. Yeah. You can't be an adult without making mistakes. No. If you no think you perfect. can, you're insane. Mistakes are a part of life. Yep. 
It's part of life. It's how you get better. That's why I like watching sports and all that, because there's always losses. There's never, like, right. tomorrow's losers. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to learn, and you learn from it. Mm-hmm. So I think ultimately, going back to what I was talking about before, like, ultimately my, my goal is to get to stage four of Mount Midoriyama at Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard because those courses get harder and harder every year. So it's going to be hard. I'm a little behind. But you'll do it. <laughs> but in order to get there, I need to free up time. I don't have time. The only Ninja Warrior gyms that I can theoretically go to are open Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday nights at 7 o'clock. I typically work around those times or I have kickboxing Krav Maga around those times. I, I hope he's not bringing me another drink. <laughs> I hope he just took it away. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, water. So, but you know what I mean, though? <laughs> So it's like, if I get to that point yep. where I can free up more of my time, I can utilize that time sure. to train there. How do I utilize that time? You know, I don't need another punch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got to drive later, so. <laughs> How responsible. But what I'm saying is, um, in order to, for me to be able to do these things, I need to free up more time. Because yep. I'm very committed to my job, and yep. I, I do enjoy my job, but like my job holds me back from my ultimate goal. It reminds me of that conversation, I think, a year ago, maybe even less than that, when I was working my two jobs. That's what you told me. Right. So right now, I'm in the quadrant of employee. employee. Yep. I'm in that quadrant right now. Well, we all start there. So. We all start there, but an employee can become someone who is an investor, someone who's a business owner. Two separate quadrants, in case you don't know. But a lot of people start off because of society's way of educating us. It's always, hey, you're going to be an employee. You're going to work. I mean, you're going to go to school, and then you're going to graduate, and then you're going to go to work. And you're going to be a cog in the machine. And you're going to be part of the machine the entire time. That's all you're going to be. Once you flip that little light switch in your head, like, oh, my God, you're just like, wow. I flipped that light switch at a later age, thanks to Connor helping me out with that. So, and I do wish I had learned that beforehand, but you know what? Like, I needed to do what I had to do because that put me to where I was able to meet you. Yeah. So yep. now, yep. That's true, man. right. So then yeah. I met you, and then I had, now I had to overcome these debts. Now that I'm overcoming these debts, the next step is to flip the switch, yeah. shift it into a new gear, and then free up some of my time, take my earned income, turn it into passive income. Turn it into investing income, which is AKA portfolio income. But like, I need to turn it into that. And if I turn it into that, I free up more time. And guess what? I'm one step closer to Mount Midoriyama, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And starting even at what you consider a later age is still earlier than most humans. And no, a lot of humans don't ever start it. And that's the part that blows my mind. Like, they'll come, like, I was reading, or no, I was watching a video that 89% of Americans don't like their jobs. They hate their jobs, but they stay in them, and they never have that light bulb moment at any point in their life yes. where it says, hey, I need to do something And else. it goes Which back to why you were saying earlier, fear. Yep. They're afraid. Yep. Because People they are get, afraid. They get used to what they're in, and they don't want to lose that. They don't want to lose that stability. Honestly, yes. like, it's not, it is a scary thing. I'm afraid to quit my job. I'm afraid to step down because yeah. I have a steady paycheck. I make very good money, you know? Yeah. Because I was just having a conversation with somebody the other day where their um, customer went at me and I was like, 
because I'm that type of person, like, if you disrespect me and start swearing at me, I kind of give it back. I don't go nuts, but I give it back. And the other person was like, you know, what happens if you lose this job? Um, you've already lost another, you've already lost a job before. Like, why are you like still not scared of it? I'm like, because I know what I'm capable of and I don't have a fear that if somebody can't view me as value to something, then I, then I clearly don't need to be there. And I forget that that type of like thought pattern and I like didn't realize that until he said it about how fearful he is of losing his job. Right. That I realized that I have this unique thing where I just, it's not that I don't care about my job because as you know, I work my, my back end off to get something no done. No cursing, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I thought. But if it comes down to the point, and I told him, I'm like, I will work like as hard as I possibly can, which is harder than most people on my job. But if it ever becomes between how my my moral of how I should be treated versus my job, moral of how I should be treated, my value always comes before whatever job I'm working that's most people flip it. Yep. Most people job will take before job everything. before everything. Yep. And that goes to the um, the uh, the grid, the grid, the grid, the grid. There's four things that, you know, your body, your um, your mind, your emotion, and your spirit. Yep. Those four things. Spirit's all the way in the bottom. Yep. Emotion's above it. Um, and then mind is above it. And then body is the, like the, the top yep. thing. Pe- yep. Body is a form of job. Like you're going to focus on a job. Yep. Because you're afraid, so you put your moral uh, standards aside because you need that job. Yeah. So you put your tail between your legs, and then you just, you back down. Yep. And that's, uh, and I was talking to him, and I was like, and that's the thing, like, and at, like, my favorite thing is not only, because of psychology, I have realizations about other people, it's when I have realizations about myself, and I'm just like, whoa, and I'm speechless for a second. I was talking to him, I'm like, when you become homeless... Like, nothing scares you anymore. Like, I can go live in my car and build myself back up. I already know that. And I stopped, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, I never realized how much that gave yeah. me. Like, I always, I always viewed it as me being homeless was a good thing because I value the fact I have a place now. I value that I have a car. Right. I value the people I have in my life. But I never knew that being homeless put this in, into my mind that if I were to lose everything again, I can get back out of it. Now you know how to lose it. Yeah. And, right. like, that creates a period where you can move and not react through fear and actually see things more clearly. Right. I'm pumped. Mm. I'm excited. <laughs> right now. Like, like, I'm ready. Like, yeah. See, but there's, like, another perspective, and I always think of different perspectives. So, like, I, I now am self-aware enough to know, like, I pay off a lot of my debts. I don't need my job. Yep. I still have my job. For separate reasons, you know, I'm still trying to work off like a little bit of debt and put away some money now so yeah. I can put that towards real estate and create passive income and then work towards my business. But like now it's getting to a different point. Now it's because I'm not afraid of losing my job, mm. because I'm not afraid of, you know, stepping down and such like that. Yep. Like I'm afraid because now if I have someone who's angry talking to me, I don't care how I respond. Yeah, yep. Like I had a customer come up the other day, had an issue, yep. and <laughs> and then they're just like, um, they're mad because they were there for a while, and I understand. Yep. I put some like um, empathy around regarding that. Thank you. So and then they're like, um, I've been here for a long time, 
And I was like, okay, I'm going to try to go as fast as I can for you. They're like, oh, yeah, you better speed it up. I've been here for three hours now. And I was like, oh, man, now I feel the pressure. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like that you said that. (laughs) That's what the person said. And I was like, I'm sorry. Uh, I apologize. I'm going to do what I can to help you out. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, now I'm beginning to get loose-lipped with it. Yeah. So, to the, now I'm afraid of myself because I'm not afraid of losing my job. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, it's not that I'm afraid Welcome of losing my job. Welcome uh, to the world I live in where I was just always, <laughs> I was always like that for the most part. I can part. spit fire to people who, like, are ridiculous. So, like, <laughs> and it, now it makes me laugh. Yeah. I'm not going to try to purposely lose my job, but, you know, now it's like. I'm not being rude. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> hey, you all. <laughs> oh, right as I say that. <laughs> Out of contact. I'm gonna. I'm gonna commit to three things that I need you guys to hold me to. To be done by next week. So then, when we meet up next week, I'll be able to tell you I did all three of these things. Okay. So the first thing is I'm going to contact Wells Fargo and I'm going to pay off this last credit card debt that I have. Okay. The last one. So then that's one step closer to getting into passive income game. Yep. I just need to pay that off so I can increase the credit. If I can do that, awesome. The next thing is I'm going to I'm going to reach out to this guy named Dante. He has a custom woodworking shop. I'm going to reach out to him so I can have, like, a sit-down conversation with him about maybe he can help me build obstacles for this Ninja Warrior Gym. He's a custom woodworking shop. It's going to help his business. It's going to help me. So he can be maybe an investor or something like that. I want to talk to him. I emailed him already, but he hasn't replied yet. So I need to call him. I'm going to do that by next week. Okay. So I had the third thing. It's gone now? And it's gone. <laughs> Lost it. Lost it. <laughs> Coming back. Still lost it. There's there like literally I had it, yeah. but I can't remember what it was. But I think we should all commit to something to do, like on a week to week basis, that's gonna affect our overall big goal that we have. You know? One step at a time. Uh uh-uh. You know what I mean? Um, you good? Yeah, should be. Hopefully. I don't know. I had something to pull out my count last second. That's sixteen eighty. Uh oh. Yeah. Oh, that one. It really bothered yeah. me. I can't remember what the third thing was. Hmm. Contact Wells Fargo. Get a hold of Dante. Had it earlier. Oh. <laughs> I had it earlier. It's gonna come back to you randomly. It's gonna come back to me at a really random time. I know it is. Justin, what are, what are you gonna do? You don't have to do three things. You just commit to something that you're going to do by next week. By next week? That's going to affect your overall goal. Let's see. I'm going to... Well, definitely one. I'm just going to keep working on my arts. But, um, and two, because looking into like, starting my own comic book. I'm going to be looking into more ways, like videos or uh, like anything online. It's like how to start up something like that. Yeah. So you're gonna study. I'm gonna study. You're gonna study that. So you're gonna realistically, you're gonna find more information on how to build something on yeah. that lines, right? From the step start. Right. I think start off small, but like in order to get to that point, you have to like learn how to sell your art and stuff like that. So maybe yeah. you should learn how to 
sell your art. Like, you downloaded Sell on Etsy. Yeah, that's one step. So maybe you should learn about that first because that will build your brand, create exposure. It's only going to help you in the long run. Thank you. It's my plan right now. It's like finding ways to do that, sell my art, then, like, using, like, the ad, like, on uh, Instagram or something. Oh, Instagram ads, yes. Promote how, like, that I'm selling my art. And then that's one way of doing that. And then, like, at some point, I'll be at, like, a Comic-Con having my own booth selling my merchandise. And then it's just going to get bigger and bigger. And, you know. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> at some point, it'll, it'll happen. And I'll get more people involved. And, like, we'll talk about it together. It's like, yeah. we'll start something. Small. You're at a point where you need to build your brand. Yeah, that's at the point where I'm doing. Yeah, you need to build your brand. And in order to do that, you have to keep creating content, but keep learning, keep studying on the side. Yep. I think that'll help you. And then you can create more awareness by doing, running Instagram ads and targeting artists, targeting manga, like artists, such like that. Yeah. Um, fans of Naruto, fans of um, Inuyasha, like stuff like that. Yeah, My Hero Academia. So, by Godfrey. So, but like, you know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah. if you target fans of those things, they'll see it and then they will go to your profile and then they'll follow you. Yeah. In the meantime, you also should commit to going into other people's profiles and then doing the dollar eighty strategy. Have you heard of that? Dollar eighty strategy. Yeah, dollar eighty strategy. So that should be another commitment that you should have. Yeah. Research a dollar eighty strategy. It's about going into the Instagram top nine posts and putting your two cents into each person. So, Find a hashtag, search for the hashtag, yeah. and look at the top nine posts of that hashtag, yeah. and then leaving your two cents in each of those. So like a comment or something? Yeah, a comment. Okay. Like it, comment it, and then go on to the next one. Like it, comment, go on to the next one. You know? So, and then do that like 10 times. Okay, like a day? Or? A day. Okay. Dollar a strategy. It takes you a few hours to do that total, but like right before you go to bed, go on Instagram, search hashtag manga. Yeah. Top nine posts. Click it, comment, like it. Be genuine. Don't just do it just to do it. Be genuine. Yeah. Because you want to get involved in the community. You want to talk to people. Yeah. So in order to do like create your brand awareness, you need to get involved with the community. That'll bring people to your profile and they'll talk about it. In the meantime, running ads. Yeah. You know what I mean? I so, I think my third one was creating, like, creating a blog, I think. I think it was a reaching out to Dante. A blog. a blog. Blog. I want to write a blog. Like, continue my blog. I've only had, like, two blogs up right now. I want to write a blog. I want to reach out to Dante. And I need to pay off this final debt. All right. These are three things that I'm committing to. Justin's committing to... Research the dollar eighty strategy, mm-hmm. and um, researching how to, build a, like, how to sell on Etsy to be able to create brand awareness, to create um, more knowledge around building his own Comic Con. You're up. Um, so I want to start reading. I haven't been reading for like three or four months. Like. I've been watching a lot of like YouTube videos, TEDx things, stuff like that. But I want to, I want to. <clears throat> so I guess if I break it up into a week, I want to read a quarter of a book by this time next week because I want to finish at least one a month. Um, I want to find a pro bono student that's new 
That one's gonna be it's gonna, it's gonna be tough in uh, in a week, but maybe I'll get it. Um, but yeah, get a pro bono student by this time next week. Number three. More of a personal challenge. Get good at this whole pickup thing. Like yeah. meeting people. Um, because my circle very now is very full of guys <laughs> right now, so get some uh, some female blood in there. Whether it's like teaching them business, like I did have that one pro bono that I cared about a lot and was helping them with business. Whether it's that or just getting more of that in my life. Because you kind of have balance, kind of have the business part and then have a little bit of personnel. Some personal stuff. So, yeah, you gotta have that balance. So two of them are business, one's personal. So I got till next week. All right. That's a good sense. I'm gonna have to look at my schedule and figure out when I'm off from next week. I don't know. That's the cool thing about us. We uh, we get our schedules at the beginning of the month for the whole month. I have my schedule for the month. Okay. It's in my calendar. Like, I just don't remember what it is. <laughs> I think I'm scheduled off Wednesday, Thursday next week. I think. Let's find out when it's I'm weird here. that I was off today. I'm usually off Fridays and Saturdays. Yeah, but regardless, you would have met up after three anyway, so. That's right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cool. Well, we're going to make that happen. And next week, we're going to figure that out. Can't wait. I'm pumped. I am off. Oh, same exact days I am this week. Wednesday, Thursday. So I'm probably off Wednesday, Thursday also. Okay. Check mine. Perfect. The goal is to have all that stuff turn from no to yes. Yeah. So you can do it? Yeah. Yep. I think I can do it. Yep. I'm going to write a blog. I'm going to shoot to do one blog per week. I'm going to shoot to do that. I'm going to shoot to do a podcast per week. Mm-hmm. One podcast per week. And I'm going to try to get a hold of Dante. If I get a hold of him and I can have a meeting with him, like that's, that's a huge step in the right direction. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cool. 